0: Good evening and God bless you mightily as we approach Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and all of the great holy days. Hallelujah. Uh, This is Apostle Dr. Cynthia King Bolden with Kingdom Consciousness and tonight we're going to talk about Ephesians 4.1. Paul said, I beseech you as a prisoner, in other words, as an ambassador in bonds, of Jesus Christ, that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. Now, when I think of worthy, you know, I've got that old notion of worthy. Uh, Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy is the Lord to receive glory, praise, and honor. Thou art worthy, O Lord. Worthy and Lord comes next. And I know that his righteousness has been imputed to us but when it says walk worthy of the calling, it's, it's kind of like a works, kind of like a earning, kind of like a, a debt of love, like tithing per se. And so when it says to walk in that manner, the word is peri, P-E-R-I, or pateo, P-A-T-E-O. And it means to tread, to deport to walk with comportment, basically to walk in a dignified, but not cocky or arrogant manner that speaks to the glory of God. And the word for worthy is axios, A-X-I-O-S, worthily. And then the word for calling, interestingly enough, is kaleo, K-A-L-E-O, which means an invitation, Many a day, I thought that when this said, walk worthy of the vocation where which ye have been called, I thought of the fivefold, apostle, prophet, uh, evangelist, pastor, teacher. But now that I am studying this, I don't believe that it's limited to that. Everyone has been called out of darkness into his marvelous light he said, come out from their midst and be ye separate and I will welcome you. What fellowship does light have with darkness? Does Christ have with Belial? And so forth. And in the Amplify, it reads, to live a life that exhibits godly character. And immediately I think of Ruth, And on the downside, unfortunately, I think of the one that they characterize me as, Peter, when he caught off the high priest's servant's ear. Uh, And also when he got in trouble with Jesus for saying he wasn't going to let him die, it wasn't going to happen. And also it talks about living a life of moral courage. Well, Joshua was told to be strong and courageous, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. Moral courage. And that kind of uh, in a backdoor way hits David because God said David was a man after his own heart. And even though David has his faults and failures with Bathsheba and then also not doing anything when his daughter was raped, he was courageous. He respected Saul. He did not do anything wrong in the sight of God. And he said, far be it from me to touch the Lord's anointed. The other thing that Amplified says is personal integrity, to walk with personal integrity. And certainly we recall Abraham when he told him, I won't take anything from you, lest you say you bless me instead of God and then it also talks about exhibiting mature behavior. And we know that the Word of God says that at age 12, when Jesus was teaching in a synagogue, the Word of God says that he was full of wisdom and stature, and he grew in favor with God and with man. So he was quite mature at the age of 12. And not only that, I think about the word that says, let your speech be grace seasoned with salt. Let no unwholesome word proceed out of your mouth. And I also think about the word when it says maturity, that we uh, act in a way that is becoming. It's kind of like the debutante ball when we all had on white and we all went forth into society. We had to care to walk with character and with integrity and with genuineness and purity and prayerfully holiness. Um, And I think of Jesus, like I said, in the synagogue and how he conducted himself amongst the elders. So when it says walk worthy, we are to walk suitable to and in a manner that measure ups to God's standard, not the standard of the world, all right? Be not conformed to the ways of this world Romans twelve, but rather be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. In the Waymoth Bible version it says live and act as is becoming of a child of God. Romans twelve one gives us examples living sacrifice. Ephesians two ten, we are Christ's workmanship created by for good works, and when I think of good works, since there's only one good, and that's God, I think of God works, and then it takes me to Matthew 25, when I was hungry, when I was naked, when I was in prison, when I was bound, uh, when I was sick, all of those things that Christ expects us to do. Uh, And we are to stand firm this is actually a call for unity, contending for the faith. But more than anything else, when it talks about a life worthy of the calling, the kaleo, the invitation, um, the Romans ten nine is what I contend it's for, not just the fivefold. I think about Enoch walked with God and he was no more. I think about Elijah caught up in the chariots of fire. I think about Moses, even though he couldn't go into the promised land, going up to the mountain was seen no more. I think about Noah being entrusted with the building of the ark in the midst of a decrepit society. All of those are instances of good conduct. And I also think, God, thank you, of Hannah. Hannah, how she prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for the things she wanted from God and she didn't retaliate when Penina came after her. She didn't get ugly and even though she received the double portion and had no children, how she conducted herself in such a manner that was worthy of the vocation with which she was called. She became the mother of the prophet Samuel. Uh, I think of also numerous other instances, like the two sisters that uh, had children, uh, Rebecca and Leah, and how they conducted themselves, how Rebecca was kind of mean to Leah and wouldn't, or was it Leah was mean to Rebecca, and wouldn't give her any mandrakes. One could have children at one point and the other one couldn't, and then finally God open the other one's womb. I think it was Leah that was mean to Rebecca. But in any event, we ought to walk worthy of the vocation. We need, Like I said, we must represent. When children leave your house, they are to represent the family. When we go out, we represent, hallelujah, the family of God, of the anointed of God, of Christ Jesus. We are to do nothing that's going to bring reproach or embarrassment or indignation upon the name of God. Amen? We represent the house. Glory to God. And we need to keep that first and foremost in our minds in the coming year as God blesses us. Don't think that we're all that in a bag of chips, but to remain humble and to walk like Christ walked on the face of this earth as in the world, but not of it. God bless you, keep you, make his face to die, shine upon you. Hallelujah. Lift up his countenance upon you and grant you his peace. In Jesus' name, have a good day.